Well, hey there. Welcome to the People Gardener podcast. I'm Rhonda Delaney, your host, also known as the People Gardener. Thrilled to put this podcast together to help small business owners, new business owners, frustrated business owners, and aspiring leaders, whether they're inside business or outside. Each week, we bring you some actionable steps so that you can actually improve your skill as a leader. That's what we're about. We're here to help you become a better leader by giving you access to lots of different perspectives. The guests are varied. We're thrilled to have them. Get out your pen, get out your paper, and be ready to learn. Every single episode, you're going to be able to take something away that you can implement. Are you ready? Let's get to work. Hey there, welcome back to the People Gardener podcast. Happy to have you here this week. Let's talk about scary things. Last week, well, I guess I should start with, for those of you that have listened to a few of these podcasts, you know that I have dabbled, I guess is the right word, in painting. And I enjoy it. But I am a beginner. A beginner is a very kind word. So I've been working on this painting for, oh, I don't know, better part of a year. I painted and then I didn't like it and painted some more. And then I add, added some texture to it. And it sat in the closet. And then I brought it out and I look at it a bit more. Paint a little bit here, paint a little bit there. Finally, a week or so ago, it was like, okay, no, you need to get this done. So quit being afraid to just get in there and make it happen. So I did. I did do that. And that part, yeah, was a bit scary. But it was posting it in a group and sharing my painting with the world was oh wow it was uncomfortable but then it became less uncomfortable because I walked by that painting we put it up on the wall and I walked by and it's like wow that painting has transformed this room this room feels so much warmer much more inviting people that commented it was nothing but support it was like good for you that looks great well done and inside my head and most likely inside yours we build these things up and it's because of what we've told ourselves in the past past these neuro pathways that have actually become 16-lane freeways in our minds, hurrying us on to the end that we've already made a decision about and that, oh, people aren't going to like it or they're going to think that I'm really bold to put something out on the internet like that or that I might state my opinion. Doing hard things, doing uncomfortable things, 
and completing it, seeing it through to the end, actually creates new neural pathways. And these are good. And we can even do it. I'm 64, I'm almost 65. I can still create these pathways by making conscious choice to do something different, to say, no, that isn't the outcome. I'm going over here and this is going to be the outcome. Instead of automatically veering onto that 16-lane freeway, I'm going to forge a new path. You can think of it like if you're out hiking. I don't do a lot of hiking, but I have in the past, even walking on mountainside. You're going through and you're having to take your hands and push away limbs and things. And they're coming back and flapping you inside the head. And, you know, you're breaking them off. You're moving. You're doing your thing you get to this spectacular waterfall and you really enjoy it. That's a beautiful ending to that journey that had some tough spots in it. You decide, okay, I'm going to go there again. I really enjoyed that waterfall. And so you continue to walk on this path to this waterfall and the path becomes easier. The path becomes wider. And you invite people with you. So there's more people on that path. That's what doing new things, necessarily hard or scary, but new things can do for you. Create these new pathways with different outcomes. We live in such a state of subconscious. I would venture to say every single one of you, this has happened to at some point in your life. Who knows? It might be daily. For those of you that commute to work, you get in your car and you leave and you're conscious for the first number of maybe miles or minutes. But then all of a sudden, where you're at your location, you wonder, how in the world did I ever get here? It's because that pathway, that habit is a 16-lane freeway and it's there. Really interesting. Me, if I find my most efficient way to get somewhere, I go that way all the time. Hubby Trev, we get in the car and I'm thinking we're going to, to a place. And all of a sudden he's driving in a completely different direction. But I've learned to trust. He likes trying new ways. He likes going around and seeing what's out there. He likes traveling slower. Me? I want to be on that 60-lane freeway, that main thoroughfare that gets me there the fastest way possible. We have the ability to change the way that our mind works. And that is incredibly exciting, especially when it comes to leadership. When you think about your hesitancy of reaching out to someone, and it could be stories that you're telling yourself from past experiences, not specifically with this person, with another. If you can catch yourself and just say, okay, no, I'm going to forge a new path today, and I'm going to choose to go this way, and I am going to reach out. 
the next time it becomes easier. And the more you do it, the bigger the pathway, the more comfortable you are, and then it becomes subconscious. One of the things that I did when I was in, in leadership in it, I had to chuckle at it because it, it was so natural for me, but it kind of blew people's minds. I, I'd be talking to people, we'd be having the conversation, and they would be telling me uh, a story, a circumstance, something that was happening in their life. And a couple of weeks later, I'd just check in with them. So, hey, hey how did that go? How did that end up? Everything okay now? And they were always amazed. But that was a pathway that was really important to me that I made sure that I kept clear and I kept on widening that pathway because it was important to me and I liked the outcome. I knew that it mattered that I followed up. You'll be able to come up with all sorts of new habits when you actually stop and help yourself by choosing different thinking. So right now you might be saying, I don't have time. You might be saying, I don't even really like people. I don't like talking. I don't want to have to talk inside a meeting. That's not who I am. I don't, I'm not really interested in other people's lives. You can choose to think differently. Yeah, we might be naturally inclined to certain ways of thinking and being. They're not written in stone. You can choose to change that. And that's what's so, so exciting to me. Challenge yourself to learn new skills, to adopt new methods. And as I was reading and, and doing some research on neuroplasticity, neural pathways, is one of the easiest things to do is to use your non-dominant hand. I am really dominant, right? I would have a hard time doing much of anything with my left. But if I kept at it, I absolutely know that I could become proficient at it. So whatever is holding you back, whatever stories you've been telling yourself, that you're not able to, you're not capable, I don't like. You can change all those stories by simply making that choice and doing things differently, thinking differently. And then you just keep doing it over and over and over again until it's what it needs to be. And this is positive and negative. We've got nerve. We've got 16-lane freeways in our heads that shouldn't be there. They're not serving us. It isn't just good freeways. We got bad freeways, too. And we need to be aware of those. And we need a new path so that those actually become disconnected and not available. They become unuseful, I guess is the right word. Anyway. All this to just say, you know what? Go out and learn new things. Try new things. Be different. Don't do it the same way all the time. If, in fact, the outcome 
is not what you wanted. You do have choice. You can change how you think so that you can change how you lead so that you can change the lives of those that you need. And that is a really exciting thing. That's it for this week. We'll talk to you again next week. Thanks so much for listening to the People Gardener podcast. Hopefully you have a nugget or two that you'll be able to implement this week as part of your ever-evolving leadership style. If you haven't already downloaded the Be Interested app, it's my new app. It's available on Apple uh, App Store and also the Google Play Store. I do have free content on there. I have my 25 Ways to Be Interested workbook and challenge, which is a wonderful um, step-by-step, day-to-day way of incorporating those questions, the whys of being interested in your people. There's also uh, videos on there and a resource. So we've got TED Talks and books and podcasts and yeah, it's just lots of wonderful resources for you. So absolutely go and check it out and we'll talk to you next week.